Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. Got a couple of special guests in the studio this week. Uh, I've got Ali Ortiz here and Julia Suarez. We'll be chatting to them a little bit later on in the show about the beautiful breed of Pasifino and also a little bit about the Ocala Cup. Uh, They'll be filling us in on all of the excitement we can expect out of that wonderful show. Lovely to have both of you here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Starting out with a little bit of news and then we're going to give Dr. Adam Kayot a call from Peterson and Smith and talk a little bit about acorns and all the troubles that they cause and if your horse happens to like to eat them. Uh, Then we have a segment with a dear friend of mine, Billy Van Pelt, um, joining us from American Farmland Trust. Very appropriate this week that it is Farm to City Week, uh, bringing together between the 18th of November and the 25th the farmers and the communities that they serve. Um, The nice thing about having Billy Van Pelt here this week for the Conservation Summit is um, because he is so (coughs) involved in American Farmland Trust and he's going to share a lot of his passion uh, for uh, preserving our farmlands and all the reasons why it's so important uh, here on the show. And then also tomorrow for the Conservation Summit, although it's sold out at Golden Ocala, you can still make that donation of $30 to the 501c3 and tune in virtually to learn about the importance of farmland preservation. Also with former uh, Commissioner of Agriculture, Adam Putnam, who will also be speaking tomorrow. Um, So we're very thrilled about that and you'll enjoy that segment. And then as I mentioned in the second half of the show, we'll be talking Pasifinos and the Ocala Cup. Quick mentions for the Stirrups and Strides uh, raffle. Uh, that they are doing. You can buy tickets um, for that. The grand prize winner actually is $5,000. Your tickets are only $100 each and it is a reverse raffle full fundraiser (coughs) and that is for stirrups and strides. Uh, Betty Gray, many of you know, lost her husband last week and um, she's the person who runs stirrups and strides. So prayers and thoughts out to her and her family and to Kathy, her daughter. Uh, Don't forget that also the Florida Thoroughbred Transformation Expo is coming up in December. That'll be a great fun weekend at the Florida Horse Park, December 11th to the 13th, (coughs) when you get to actually see the um, thoroughbreds and their versatility in a number of different sports competing for prize money of $9,000. And uh, that's another great charity and another wonderful um, uh, chance to see OTTBs in action with Run for the Ribbons and Laureen Lockhart, of course, does a super job every year. They've got quite a lot of people signed up for that one this year. So Tampa Bay Downs, uh, which has allowed on-track simulcast wagering since July 2nd, um, and Silk's Pokeroon since mid-June has formulated plans to permit spectators for the 2021 Thoroughbred Meet, which is opening now. So. Um, I'm glad to hear that. It'd be nice to have some people back at the, <coughs> at the racetracks. 
uh, and uh, obviously they'll be requiring masks inside and out um, unless you're eating or drinking and your temperature will be taken upon entering the building so um, but it would be nice to have that back and then you know you can always get a break from your mask eating and drinking just not too much at least not of the drinking part right uh, in fact great to have people spectators back at the races again uh, the Mars Tryon International three-day event concluded at Tryon International Equestrian Center and Resort after four days of international and national eventing competition showcasing the largest competition hosted on the East Coast in 2020 an incredible close show jumping phase was undecided until the very end resulting in a win for Boyd Martin well done Boyd Martin who won the um, eventing CCI four-star long national championship so congratulations in Prescott Valley Arizona this is an interesting one it's one of the most grueling races imaginable up a mountain the length of nearly two marathons yet few people know about it I didn't know about it actually until today maybe because many of the competitors can't talk it's the annual man against horse race I had no idea there was one it's pretty crazy, said race organizer Ron Barrett. It's the idea of a runner and a horse on a trail. It's a 50-mile course starting at 5,000 feet on a farm near Prescott Valley with an elevation gain of 2,600 feet, climbing to the top of Mingus Mountain. This race actually got started by this man right here, um, Gerald Brownlove, who was a county supervisor for Prescott for over 20 years. And uh, he had a bar bet with Steve Rafters right here, which was an old cowboy on Whiskey Row. This is um, from Barrett. Uh, it's test of strength between man and horse where every year man lost until last year. The only guy who's done it in 36 years actually beat the horses. Apparently there's vets all along the way checking the horses' heart rates and uh, making sure that they're holding up fine, but nobody checks on the people. <laughs> so uh, Nick Corey, a tech worker who lives in Scottsdale, Arizona, was just incredible and passed the horses several times with limbs flailing and um, the horses were actually beat by a human for the first time in, in over 35 years. He'd been running the race for about a decade, this guy that won, um, and he said there, there's the spray painted sign that says man slash horse and the official race clock is this old wall clock. Sounds like quite an experience. Um, I think I would take the horse back, not the uh, on foot myself, um, but it sounds like a very exciting race. And as I said, horses stop at designated stops <coughs> for medical checks um, and checks their overall time. Uh, and apparently there's also an option for horses and runners to compete in a 12 and a 25 mile, but the main focus is on the 50 miler and Corey is very, very competitive, uh, and they describe it as a knee-to-chin climb. It's a battle back and forth going right over the top of the Mingus Mountain. Uh, it sounds like a lot of fun, a great opportunity to uh, get some good video footage of that, and um, I guess Corey's gonna try and do it again and see if he can beat the horses, so. Uh, just to be aware, a, a little heads up, there have been a few cases of West Nile, in, um, in Florida and a couple of other states, California. Uh, I know we're getting a little bit complacent about mosquitoes because we're coming out of the uh, 
out of the summer season and it's cooling down but um, please remember that around dusk and early in the morning there are still mosquitoes around so be very aware be using your uh, piranha fly spray and uh, keeping them off your horses because uh, it's not over in Florida you know they're kind of a year-round thing almost and uh, so just be aware of that just uh, a note because today there were a couple of cases that were mentioned uh, of some horses mostly not vaccinated but still um, you know just take care with that coming back after the break we're going to be talking to Dr. Adam Kayok from Peterson and Smith about acorns and toxicity in horses and some other fall issues that people face at this time of year for their horses stay with us on the horse talk show we'll be right back talk show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our Facebook broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louise Barton in the studio. Got a couple of special guests, Julia Suarez and Ali Ortiz, going to be talking a little Pasifinos later on and talk a little bit about the Ocala Cup. But joining us now, I have Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson and Smith. Dr. Kayot, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Nice to be here. 
Very nice to have you. Um, so there's a lot of acorns around right now. They're crunching around underfoot. Uh, actually, the pen I feed my boys in is, is quite full of them at the moment. Um, let's talk a little bit about oak and acorn toxicity and any concerns that we should have at this time of year um, about horses eating acorns. Well, okay. Um, so acorns are technically toxic to horses. Um, if eaten in large enough numbers with uh, a... Uh, it's really the tannin level that's in them. Mm -hmm. So the tannin level that's in acorns, and we don't know um, one season to the next uh, what causes an increased level of tannins in acorns. But it's the uh, level of tannins in the acorns. So if uh, the level's high, they don't need to eat as much to, for it to become toxic. And then if it's uh, lower, then obviously they can consume more. But um, it, they are technically toxic, and uh, they can, um, you know, horses can, most of the time they'll um, exhibit gastrointestinal signs, diarrhea, colic. Um, worst case scenario, it can be fatal in horses. It can affect their liver, can affect their kidneys. I will say, in 19 years, <laughs> I have not had a horse get acorn toxicity. Really? Uh, and I've and I've had them eat now. Oh, 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 oh! I have not had any horses that have become toxic because of eating acorns. And I've had clients say, "Well, I don't know where to put them. They're falling <laughs> everywhere." And he eats them like a vacuum cleaner, and you know, and and I'm like, "Well, okay, well, I guess." Do you need them? No problem. I guess just. Keep your fingers crossed and hope that it doesn't. Um, because, I mean, obviously, this time of year, um, with all our oak trees, they're all dropping acorns. Like, you know, it's raining out. And yes. obviously, you can't, it's really difficult to keep your horse from eating them. So, um, I mean, do I they taste nice? I can't imagine they taste nice. <laughs> well, I don't know. I haven't chewed on any myself. But I would say, some horses really like them. Um, really? I you might know, have to crunch one when I get home <laughs> just to see. You, you <laughs> Do not try this at home. <laughs> you have to, you know, I mean, you have to think of them. They're, they're nuts. They're a concentrated food. They're like, you know, it, it's a concentrated energy source, right? I mean, um, they're, uh, you have to look at it as, as uh, you know, like grain-like as opposed to hay or, or grass-like. And... That being said, um, what I have had happen is a horse become laminitic because they're eating too many acorns. So really? if you like, you know, horse getting out and getting into the feed bag or whatever, you have this large carbohydrate load, this large sugar load, and um, I have had some horses that most likely got laminitis because they were eating the acorns. Um, now, depending on which way that goes, obviously that could be that fatal if it doesn't, re it always doesn't recover, but right. um, I haven't lost any because of that, but um, um, I have I have had that happen, um, so it is possible, um, it's not very likely, uh, at least in my experience, um, down here in Florida, um, it's not very likely for them to, to get toxicity because of it, but it certainly is something you need to be aware of. 
Yeah. yeah, definitely. And there's no specific antidote to it, is there? There's not anything no. that you can really do to no. correct it. No, there's not. There's not. You know, you just try to uh, support them as best you can. You know, um, fluids, maybe some activated charcoal, maybe oil. You know, kind of because they'll, they'll, uh, um, you know, like I said, most of the time they'll exhibit kind of colicky signs, maybe diarrhea, uh, could be bloody stool. Um, and then obviously in the worst case scenario you get uh, renal failure and that sort of thing but um that would be worst case scenario and luckily i haven't been blessed to see anything like that uh, that's good that's the good news and one of the things yeah. probably that uh, i should think is recommendable is the keeping plenty of roughage around for them to eat because if they've got plenty of grass or hay or both they tend to not that's go looking for things to munch on as much. Right. That's absolutely right. You know, you don't want to keep them in a small pen that just has that nice, beautiful live oak tree and it's mm -hmm. all the grass is dead around it, but they're, you know, they're in there. The only thing they have to munch on is those acorns that are falling. Yes. Uh, that's probably not a great thing. So, yeah, yes. more grass and more uh, uh, stuff like that that they have. I have that beautiful big bale of Larson square square bale of the of the slow feed compressed alfalfa because that keeps yep. the boys out of trouble you know yep, uh, keep them something to munch on and they're less likely I did read something interesting that might be your amusing thought for the day that um, the recommendation is that if you get pigs they will apparently eat all the acorns for you However, then you have to train your horse to like pigs, and that can be quite a challenge. Yeah, that could be a challenge. That could be a challenge because uh, some of them are um, not so big on the hog. They're not. They're not. And that's why I laughed when I read it. I thought, oh, yeah, that'll work. Pigs and horses, not not usually a good co combination. When I've run into them on the trail, my horse has been like, what is that? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You may be better off with the acorns, yes. Um, any any other quick things in closing, Dr. K, to mention about the fall that we should be careful about as we're now going into cooler temps and uh, grass is dropping and, and all of that? watching those, especially the ponies. Dr. Adam Kayot, thank you so much for joining us from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. We always love having you on the show. My pleasure. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Dr. Kayot from Peterson and Smith always does such a great job filling us in. Uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes and we're going to have Billy Van Pelt 
from American Farm Trust calling about talking to us a little bit about the Conservation Summit this week and also about the importance of our farmland and preserving our culture here in the horse capital of the world. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back. This show is presented by Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the Horse Talk Show are not necessarily that of Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard owner of Larson Farms is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. At All In Removal, we offer the best service and highest quality products. Whether you need fine shavings, large flake, a custom blend or even bag shavings, we have the bedding and removal services you need. We use only reliable late model trucks and our team of drivers are courteous, respectful, and hardworking. We train our staff to the high standards we are famous for and our customer service team prides themselves on being experts on our products and an advocate for our customers, helping them to maximize the value they receive. If quality and service matter, give us a try today. This show is brought to you in part by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horseboxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. And while we're speaking about farms, it's uh, Farm to City Week this week, so it's a great time to have my friend, Billy Van Pelt from American Farmland Trust. He's the Senior Director of External Relations here with us, and I'm thrilled to have him visiting from Kentucky. Billy, it's lovely to see you. Louisa, thank you for your hospitality. It's great to be here in sunny Ocala, Florida. I know, we have beautiful weather for you, don't we? We do, thank cool. you. Tell us a little bit about you and your background before we talk about American Farmland Trust and then kind of switch it up to the Horse Farms Forever Summit. Let's start with a little background about Billy. Sure. I grew up on a general agriculture farm just outside of Versailles, Kentucky, which is in central Kentucky, um, Woodford County. and. Um, have been working in land protection and land use for the last 25 years. I'm a graduate of the University of Kentucky College of Agriculture, and I am thrilled to be here on behalf of American Farmland Trust as their Senior Director of External Relations. This is now my seventh trip to Ocala over the last few years. You must like us. I love Ocala, <laughs> the other horse capital of the world, or the horse capital of the world, I should say. Um, 
It's, it's great to be here because as I was driving around in the county today, the beautiful farmland that you have here, the live oaks, the moss, the scenic vistas from the road. Gorgeous. Um, it's, it's beautiful and it's your global brand identity. Ocala is the horse capital of the world, as you said, and um, it is certainly worth protecting. Um, and as an economic development person, you know how important to retain that global brand is. So Absolutely. American Farmland Trust is a 40-year-old nonprofit organization based in Washington, D.C. The three legs to our mission are farmland protection, keeping farmers on the land, and sound farming practices. We've helped to protect about six and a half million acres over the last 40 years and another 300 million acres through conservation practices. We also have national initiatives that are focused on women who now own over a third of the farmland in the United States and next generation farmers and um, water quality and other issues such as state policy, federal policy, and of course we work on the farm bill every day. Um, we are a nonpartisan research and science organization. And um, we were asked to come down here a few years ago to help um, engage in the conversation around planning for the future of agriculture and farmland protection in Marion County. Now you've obviously got a passion from a very, very early age in farming and you see obviously the importance of it, but can you tell us some of the real key things that are concerns that, that make for the last 40 years um, what uh, American Farmland Trust does so important? Sure, uh, that's a great question. Our country is losing farmland at the rate of 2,000 acres a day. And so we've lost a significant amount of farmland over the last 15 years, really. Um, we just released our Farms Under Threat uh, National uh, Research Project, which I'll be highlighting at the Conservation Summit at Golden Ocala tomorrow. It's being put on by Horse Farms Forever. We'll highlight the farmland loss across the nation, what's been lost in Florida, and uh, what's been lost in the Marion County region. In Florida, over 300,000 acres have been converted from, non, from agricultural uses to non-agricultural uses um, between 2001 and 2016. 160,000 acres of that is to urban high density development and 140 acres of that has been converted to low density residential. And so these are, the, these are lots that are not agricultural, um, but they're just out there in the rural area. My gosh, that's a lot. It's a lot, and you know, um, it's it's a win-win. It had farmland protection and comprehensive planning, and planning for the future of agriculture has to be a win-win where the entire community can come together and reach consensus about uh, having a way forward to protect your rural area. So. In Ocala, it's part of your global calling card. Um, mm -hmm. It's a quality of life issue. You it's have, a culture. It's a culture. It's your culture. You have an amazing downtown, uh, but you also have an amazing rural area. Companies want to locate here. People want to move here because quality of, of life. The quality of, of life, the unique combination of your rural area, your beautiful, productive farmland, your high quality soils, along with 
your amazing urban resources. And so it's, a, it's an attraction. It's a business attraction um, element of your overall economic development strategy to attract businesses, to, to attract the best and brightest talent here, uh, to attract retirees <laughs> and all those people that want to live in such a beautiful place. That's so true. And, you know, the scenery, the culture, the lifestyle, those things are all really, really important, especially somewhere like Ocala, the horse capital. But beyond that, food. Right. So there's another whole like kind of level beyond way of life and beautiful surroundings and horse industry, of course, that's almost $3 billion in that's Marion right. County. But beyond that, there is feeding hundreds of thousands of people. And so our farmers are so important for that. So as that 2,000 acres a day is disappearing, we're losing that, that farmland to feed people. Mm -hmm. So that's our tagline, as you know, saving the land that sustains us. And so farmland protection is about protecting our existing agricultural industries, but also protecting farmland for whatever agriculture may transition to in the future. So it's about planning for future generations and about conserving enough land to feed ourselves in the future. And it's about water quality and soil health. You know, we have a saying at AFT, it's not just about conserving acres of land, it's about conserving inches of soil. We have to retain those soils, our most productive soils. And Marion County has a lot of productive versatile and resilient soils we do. and I'll be talking about those at the conservation summit at Golden Ocala tomorrow That's which so you perfect. can I'm told register to attend virtually if yes. you haven't registered to attend in person and I would encourage anyone who's interested to join us tomorrow amazing so tell us how you partnered with horse farms forever we love horse farms <clears throat> forever uh, tell us about that partnership sure well, first I'll say that about, oh my goodness, 15 years ago, uh, I received a phone call from Busy, Busy uh, Shires Byerly, and I had no idea who she was. She was talking about farmland protection in Florida. And we stayed in contact over the years, and then um, she um, took this project on in a more earnest way, and um, w which was the Horse Country Protection Program. Right. And that's when we met. We had several leadership roundtables uh -huh. at the chamber, and I met members of your team. And uh, we engaged the community, we engaged county commissioners, we had a presentation to the county commission. And, um, and during that time, Horse Farms Forever was formed by um, grassroots individuals in this community um, to drive this conversation. And so um, American Farmland Trust is a resource. Um, we're providing resources and expertise uh, to organizations like these across the country. And so Busy just happened to reach out to me and I've gotten to know several members of their staff and members of their board to provide a national perspective on this important subject. And so we're providing the research and the science, and we let communities make decisions that are best for them. Really, that's fantastic. Time just flew by, and I'm already getting the sign that our time is up. So um, I want to share the website with you so you can find out more about what Billy does. It is farmland.org. 
and also, of course, horsefarmsforever.com. Either one will actually take you to the information on the summit tomorrow. And as Billy mentioned, um, for a $30 donation to the 501c3, you can join it virtually and listen in to all the plans uh, that they have and how we are indeed going to preserve our farmland. Billy, I want to thank you so much. Thank you, Louise. Uh, Billy Van Pelt, American Farmland Trust, dear friend of mine and a, a real asset here in the horse capital. Thank you, Billy. We'll be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a few minutes. Stay with us. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all natural, non medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, the second half, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Quick shout out for Pulse center of Ocala. All equestrians should be pulsing. You need it when you've been uh, riding and uh, stressing your body out, not really taking care of yourself too much. The trip down to Pulse Center of Ocala mentioned the Horse Talk Show. When you give them a call, they'll give you a free demo. And believe me, you'll feel a lot better. It helps with aches and pains and inflammation and uh, a PEMF wave that you can't beat. Great treatment. We're going to switch it over now to our guests in the studio who've been patiently with us for the first half of the show and I'm really excited to have Ali Ortiz here and Julia Suarez joining us and we're going to talk a little bit about the Pasifino breed. Welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you for you. being with Thanks us. Thanks for having us. The Pasifino is yes. great. Tell yeah. us a little bit about the, the background of the Pasifino horse. They go back to the days of Christopher Columbus and they took a barb, a Spanish tenant in Andalusian and created this horse with a very smooth ride. The horses were part of his cavalry back then. How wonderful. Yeah. Such a comfortable breed. Um, tell us a little bit about the gates. They have some, some the gates they're born with. They are right? born and right. we'll show a video now. The babies basically, it's a four beat lateral gate where no two feet ever hit the ground at the same time. It's like shock absorbers. And that's what <laughs> that's makes them, a good yeah, description. And, and that's what makes them so smooth. And there's, you know, under saddle, there's no tribe. 
and they're, they're always smooth, and they ended up in the 1500s. These horses went on eventually, they, they went to Puerto Rico, then the horses went to Colombia. Eventually, there was a Frenchman that actually brought the first Pasofino to Puerto Rico. And then there was the Spanish-American War in the late seven, 1700s, and the soldiers that were there fell in love with this breed of horse. And they eventually started bringing the horses to the United States. Wow. Yeah. And how long have they been in America? They actually, in Ocala, they began, began coming in in the early 1960s. Really? Yes. So quite some time. Yes. And it's almost become like the Pasofino capital of the we world are. here, right? We or at are. least of America, for no, sure. No, we are. Marion County is the county with the most Pasofinos in the whole United States. We have the most Pasofino farms, the most Pasofino trainers. It's amazing. It's huge here. Yes. Now, when they're born, they're, they already naturally have this comfortable gait? Yes, they do. You can see the babies traveling behind the mother with all their, their feet moving so fast. It's hard sometimes with your eye to keep track of exactly what they're doing. So you, you see the babies right there? Oh, my gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> it's so fluent what they do that your eyes can't hardly follow the legs sometimes. And, you know, it's funny. I think what we battle most in our breed is that people that see these horses, they, a lot of people think they're man-made, Lisa and there is nothing man-made about them. This is what they do when they're babies. <laughs> they just get up and do it. All the time. Yeah, it's amazing. amazing. It's amazing. So cute. And you can take an older horse, too, and lead it. See? That, that one's getting older there. Oh, my, yes. yeah. Look at that. They're, they're a spirited breed, yes. but they're a gentle breed. Yes, they're lovely. Now, they're generally smaller than... They normally run around 13.3 to about 14.2, but you do have some 15 hand passos. Mm -hmm. yeah, they but it's more, uh, and I see, I mean, I see guys riding them. They don't look too big for them. No, it's funny. People call and say, like people call and say, my husband is six foot tall. Do you not think he's going to look big on a passo? And we say, no, you know why? Because they're so elegant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I personally used to show a mare that barely met the height requirement. She barely did, she did, because there was a height requirement at some of the international shows. And I would laugh because we'd go to these shows and they would measure a lot of the horses and I would say to my husband, they never measure because she had such a tall neck carriage. Mm -hmm. They look a lot bigger. Yeah. So, yeah. They so are so graceful. You're right. So, so they so can graceful. handle a tall rider. You may so, look Julia, you, you also are a rider? Yes. Um, I'm the OPFHA secretary. I was born into the Pasofinos because my family, um, there are four brothers, and they're some of the pioneers of the horses here in Ocala. They've been here for like 40 years and they're, they came from Puerto Rico. They're my dad and his four brothers are Pasofino trainers. So they've been here for years. They've seen Ocala grow. They've seen the Pasofinos grow in Ocala. So I'm very much in Is your in dad it. Jorge? Uh, Jaime. We're lucky to have our entire family really loves it and is passionate about it. So we're hoping that my generation continues to grow and show what we want to show the whole world about the Pasofinos. So I'm excited. <laughs> and were you around them since you were little? Since, yes. Since so I was you were born Miami, into it as in well? Miami. And I started riding when I was 11. My father got me my first horse, and I've been involved ever since. And it's always been a Paso? Always been a Paso. Really? And Julia is also our model for the Ocala Cup International <laughs> Promo. She made me do that. 
<laughs> but very appropriate. It's actually a perfect, beautiful fit, wasn't it? Um, so talk a little bit about some of the um, of the riding um, disciplines that Pasadena's are involved in. Obviously, they're very popular for trail riding. They are, because of their smoothness, once right. again. And I see the them all the time going up and down like 326. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> around, I see people on the side of the road, and I'm always like, that's the best Fino I can tell, because they look so comfortable, they're not moving. <laughs> At the shows, we have a pleasure division, which that division, the horses have to do a, a, a nice, relaxed walk, loose rein. Basically, it's a show horse, but it's like you're out having a great time while you show this horse. And then we got the performance division, which is more collected, more elegant, more energetic. The walk is animated, more animated than the pleasure. And then we have the classic Fino division, which is our highest division. And some people may not like this, and some people love it. Their feet move really fast, but they go nowhere. The fast forward movement is really? very limited. Yes, they go. It takes them a longer time to get from point A to point B. And wow. their feet move really fast, and they all three divisions we go on the sounding board at the show. I was actually going to ask you about the board next. Yes. Can you tell us about the board? Yeah, the, the reason for the sounding board is one of the tools that the judges use to make sure that that horse is perfectly synchronized and engaged. So it's, it's huge. So they can hear that? Yes, you yeah. can hear it as a judge, and if it's off, you can hear it. So that's really, really can important. Can you hear that, or do you have to be really? No, I can, I can, can hear, you hear it. Yeah, it? I'm, yeah, I'm actually a judge. Oh, well, so you? Okay, so you can hear it. <laughs> so yes, you do, but you know, you got to, when it's noisy, you, sometimes the horses are so quick yeah. that you really got to have a close ear. Uh, yeah. Because, to be sure, but yes, that's, so the sounding board is basically a tool that they use for judging. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> now, looking at, like, different colors, are there a lot of different colors? I notice in some of the videos we've watched, there's, there's been a variety. Is every, there a color that's preferred in the breed? or Every color. They have every color. We yeah, have, they do. We have everything from... Um, Gray, black, bay, chestnut, chestnut, pintos, roans, every color, you name it, we have it in the breed. Wonderful. So you you show? Yes. You show? Yes. Okay, do you show as well? Yes. I so will. you guys will be competing yes. very soon. Yes. <laughs> yep. um, in the next segment, we're actually going to talk a little bit about the uh, Ocala Cup and share a little bit about what people can uh, see there, which is pretty exciting. Um, but the Pasifino breed, really uh, a neat, neat breed. I've had a Tennessee Walker for years and years and years, so I am very comfortable on a gated horse, so I can certainly understand how you, uh, but I've never ridden a Pasifino. Oh, you need to do that. I you know, need, need to do that. I think I'll come you and see you. You for sure I need to. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to come back uh, in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet. And we have another two segments with these ladies, so we're going to hear a little bit more about the Pasifinos and about the Ocala Cup. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. The Equine Performance Center Ocala, with numerous success stories and featuring the most advanced equine conditioning and rehab equipment available in the world today, is striving to be the best in the nation. Find them on the web at epcrehab.com and like them on Facebook now. Happy, healthy horses live in fly-free barns. Don't allow annoying flies and mosquitoes to cause disease and health issues getting between you and your horse's happiness and health. Get your fly misting system now from Acres Pest Control. With over 20 years of pest control experience, family owned, licensed and insured. Get your free inspection with Acres, the best for your Acres. Check them out now at acrespestcontrol.com. That's A-K-E-R-S pestcontrol.com. 
This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. <laughs> with your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm like looking at Back myself. on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa, Louise Barton in the studio. Got a couple of great guests with me today, um, just chatting a little bit about the Pasifino breed and how they have that, that natural, comfortable gait. I'm sure you've seen them out and about around the horse capital. Uh, being ridden and enjoyed on the trails. I certainly have when I've been trail riding. I've seen them out there when I'm on Sunny and always think they look wonderful, comfortable and fine. A little spicy, a little fun. Uh, got a little get up and go. I like to see that. Um, but we've been talking a little bit about the Ocala Cup. I've got Ali Ortiz here and Julia. Mm-hmm. Am I saying it right? Yeah, Julia. Julia Suarez <laughs> here. And um, we've been talking about the Ocala Cup. It's uh, an international event coming up in December. Um, tell us a little bit about how the Ocala Cup got started, Alex. Actually, we started back in 2018. In the, the, in the Pasofino world, there's a professional World Cup show that is huge, and every two years, it's in a different country of origin of the Pasofinos. So it rotates from Dominican Republic to Puerto Rico to Colombia to U.S. So on an off year when there's no World Cup, because the World Cup is always around November, we decided to start having this Ocala Cup in Ocala, and the first one was November 2018. So now this is our second one, and it's going to be huge. Right now, Julia's in charge of uh, tables, and we have right now We're approximately sold out. <laughs> 300 and over 360 stalls. We have bring portables. Really? Yeah, we're hoping we get to 400. Wow. But right now we're at 360. We're sold so out with tables. people are coming with their horses from all over. There's horses mm-hmm. that have been flown in from Puerto Rico. They go wow. to Miami and they come here. We have horses coming from Pennsylvania. We have horses coming from Miami. We have competitors coming from Aruba, yeah. Switzerland. It's turning yeah. out to be a fantastic show. We're, We're excited. So excited. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. Somebody should measure the economic impact. It's got to be big. Yep, Mary County is sponsoring our show. They are. They, they are. That's <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, that's a big impact. Yes, on the, it really, on the it really is. Because you're going to have people spending money while they're here. We're right? really excited, Lisa, because we have, you know, in Florida, there's two big regions. There's a Miami region and our region, but our region is the one with the most farms, the most trainers. And we really are working on Marion County, Ocala being the capital of the Pasofino industry. How yeah. exciting. And I think great. we're in the right direction. This show's going to be huge because I think it's going to be so great that after this show, we're really opening a lot of doors where people are going to be just coming in here a lot to look at our passes. Yeah. Maybe there'll be people moving here. 
I think so. I don't know if yeah. I mentioned I'm a realtor as well. I sound Oh, fast. I didn't know that. <laughs> really? Awesome. You really? Oh, I definitely no, think awesome. that there's going to be people moving yes, here and buying farms. Yes, I showcase properties, and oh, so I'd be really? happy to help them if they want to move here. <laughs> yeah, we, we, have, we have a big deal coming to our show. We have three judges coming from Columbia, South America. That are three of the top judges in the world. Really? And they're going to be judging the Fino division on Saturday and Sunday. So how many classes are there in the show? 206. Yeah. Yeah, 206 classes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The Friday to Sunday. Yeah, the way it works is Friday there's a pre-Ocala Cup. And it's a whole show on its own, like classes and championships on Friday. And then Saturday will just be classes, for another show, starting on Saturday, and then championships on Sunday. So it's kind of a pre-Ocala Cup. It kind of gives you a chance to compete first. And then Saturday and Sunday is where it's like, Game's on. Game's on, yeah. yeah. That's nice. So they get a little chance to kind of mm -hmm. get comfortable and settled in. and Exactly. Wow. And so all those horses are staying at the livestock. Really? Yep. Yes. And on Sunday, we have the red rose flower blankets and the gold cups. So it's our big day. Sunday's oh, like the big beautiful. championship day. And exactly. It's free admission. Fun for the whole family. That's wonderful. Yeah. So talk about, obviously, COVID concerns. I, I don't even like to talk about yes, it. Yes, we don't either. But we, <laughs> but we do we have, have to cover it because we have to reassure people that you have some measures in place to s prevent spreading of that. Of course, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to have mandatory masks, of course, and we are going to be having our temp the temperature taken at the gate and falling social distancing as much as we can, but really the mass mandatory is going to be, since we do feel like there's going to be a big crowd coming, we want to ensure, and there's going to be signs all over ensuring that there's mass, and um, we're going to have some sheriffs right there as well, so Good. we're hoping everyone's going to abide. I think, I think at this point people are so used to them. I know I go yes. to the grocery store and I'm like, oh my mask, Ali did it when <laughs> she was coming here, so. I know, I yeah, know. I, think I forget I'm, sometimes when I get, I, I leave the grocery too. store and I'm walking to my truck and I'm I like, do too. oh, I've still got it on, I can take it off. Yeah. And then I realize that's probably how people get in their vehicles and drive off and you like, you I was in Kentucky last week and you, you can't go anywhere in Kentucky without a mask unless you're eating or drinking is the only time you you can have a mask that's off. That's basically what's going to be at the show. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's pretty much why I drank too much that weekend. But anyway, because <laughs> um, I, I could I take funny, it off. And <laughs> I have a funny story. We had a show in August that was a small show, and this is a true story. Our cleaning girls are so amazing that we had only one bathroom open at that show because it was a small show. And I literally, they would literally peek in and see who was going in which stall in the bathroom so they could go after and clean. They were wiping it. <laughs> Obsessively <laughs> they clean. They were really yes. good. They were just cleaning and cleaning, disinfecting all the benches in the barn. They were amazing. That's yeah, wonderful. They were really hardworking girls. You know, that makes people feel more comfortable. And I think at this point that the things that people are enjoying um, being part of are outdoor activities. Are things where they can be outside and around animals and watch yeah. horses and all kind of things. I think people feel much more comfortable outdoors. I think if you've added a lot of really good safety measures to that and you're checking people's temperatures, then I think it that's great. You know, it's we wonderful. Think, we think that's another reason that this is going to be so huge because in our breed we've had to cancel a lot of big shows throughout the year because of COVID. So this one's like the first really big one. We had our nationals. Um, it, it, was, it was nice, it was big, but not as big as maybe past years. Yes. So this one's going to be, I think, huge because it's really like it's commu the, all that excitement is accumulating over 
and we're like, okay, when are we going to have a show? And finally, <laughs> we're going to have our big show. So I know. I think it. That, you know, I, I usually attend a lot of races throughout the year. You know, cover the Ocala connections to them. And this year, because of COVID, I haven't been at too many races. And when I got to the Breeders' Cup, I was like, yes, Were they really around. strict over there? Yes, they very were. Taking yeah. everybody's temperature, no masks off unless you're eating or drinking. Um, normally, there's about, at Keeneland, I think there's about 50 or 60,000 usually that watch it. It was wow. under 5,000 people, just the owners, trainers and a few sponsors. That's how our nationals That's were. how our nationals was. And Same you would have thing. to register beforehand and let them yes. know you're going. Yes. And, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. and then you, when you go in, they take your temperature. But they take your temperature everywhere in Kentucky, even restaurants and everything. Oh, they do, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. In Lexington, you can't go anywhere with that. They, they check everything. But I think if you put all those things in place, you know, we can go on with having fun and going to some of these, you know, these horse events that we enjoy. Because honestly, for many people, it's entertainment, it's therapy, it's what they love doing. You know, you're outdoors. I think it's great if you can, you know. At Nationals, we said it was USCF, and they didn't have all the cleaning measures that we do, I don't believe, but they, we, masks were mandatory, and there was a lot of us there, and nobody got sick. Absolutely yes. nobody got sick There's that some show. things that are funny because, like, washing your hands, like, were you not doing that before? <laughs> I cannot tell you how many public bathrooms I've been in in my life prior to COVID where I was like, I cannot believe she just left the bathroom without washing her <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you should be already doing that. Yes. So apparently there is a mass hand washing going on now, which could be a good thing. Uh, we are going to take our last break on the Horse Talk Show. We're going to come back. We'll have one more segment with these ladies, and we're going to wrap it up, talk a little bit more about the Pasifinos and the Ocala Cup, and, and that'll be it for this week. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage, and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages, and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. Acres Pest Control offers a variety of professional pest control services for farm owners, residential and commercial customers. Control pests, fire ants, mosquitoes, rodents and more. Also offering fly misting systems with speedy response, friendly service and effective pest control techniques. No contracts and affordable, effective pest control. Acres, A-K-E-R-S, is the best for your acres. Check them out now at acrespestcontrol.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala. Experience the difference in buying. Palm makes it simple with no pressure, the best sales staff, and lots of inventory. Experience the difference at Palm Chevy in Ocala or online at palmchevrolet.com. Palm Chevy, buy new roads. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. 
up Back to this. Back on the final segment of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Paul Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. And by the way, mentioning their alfalfa, uh, I've got to mention their meadow hay because I have this naughty little miniature horse who gets fat and roly-poly, as I mentioned to Dr. Chaos earlier, uh, in the, especially in the, in the fall time when the grass kind of drops down. And that meadow hay is incredible. If you um, need to feed something that's not nearly so rich as the alfalfa, the meadow is incredible. Never been a big fan of coastal. This is definitely far, far upgraded from that and um, seems to be perfectly safe for my fat little miniature horse. So if you're looking for something uh, really good quality, uh, the meadow hay is really, really amazing. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio. Uh, we've had a couple of really fun guests the last couple of segments. Been chatting to Ali Ortiz and Julia Suarez, and we've been chatting about the Pasfinos. Shared a few videos with us. If you're uh, on Facebook, you can see some videos of the Pasfino breed. Um, tell us a little bit about what makes a and obviously there's a lot to be said in the gate, but when you see a Pasofino becoming a world champion or, or at least excelling up, up into the, the top of the breed, what are some of the things that a judge is looking for in the breed for that horse to be in the winning spot? Quickness, energy. Of course, the training is really important, no matter how great the horse is. It needs to have good training. You know, the beauty, the elegance, the tracking, the confirmation. Well behaved. Yeah. The temperament. They could be very quick. It could have, could be a high quality horse, but if it doesn't behave well in the, um, show ring. In the show ring or have good temperament, then he won't, the horse or mare, uh, stallion or mare won't last long. So temperament, I think, has a lot to do. They, they work really hard, Luisa. So some of those classes that like World Cup levels and national levels, when the classes taking long and there's so many horses in there they even some of the ones that you think can make it to the class some of them start getting a little tired but there's some that are just so energetic they stay they give you a hundred percent the entire class there's some pasofinos that will go in the show ring and it's like you told them okay we're going into the show ring because they just transform and then there's some that are they amazing know, yeah they know right. they know definitely really? i think that's a, a, a interesting and beautiful thing about pasofinos is they really can put on a show they do. It's They're like beautiful to watch. The music, the crowd, it just gives them more energy. And the feel when you're on them, when you know, they're gentle and you feel all that energy under you and the music, it's, it's you'll a have great to, You'll have to get me you on one. You definitely have to ride one. You do. You know, we, anybody that wants to come see a Pasofino, they go on pasofinocala.com. We have all our sponsor farms there. Pasofino people love to show people our Pasofino horses. We really want to educate people because it's a little sad sometimes when we hear that people think this is a man-made breed. We said it's not man-made at all. But I can understand it's just so rare to see that. You know, right? I mean, School but this test. is the only thing I think we could <laughs> use so to cute. show people that yes. they do it since they're born. Lovely. And apart from Ali's farm, you already know one of my family members. I got about like five more that you can come to one of farms and ride whenever you want. That sounds lovely. I would love any to of us will be happy to have you and honestly we mean that for real. Anybody wants to come to any of the Paso farms, if they go, we have our you know our email address, they can get a hold of me and Julia will 
have to set them up with appointments wherever they want. They can see how the horses are well taken care of. How there's that's what I nothing think. artificial done to them. It's they're just great. They're amazing. That's what I think differentiates the Ocala show from other regions. It's like we have so many big name farms here that you know if I'm if I were someone from another. Um, city, I would want to come here and go visit all those farms before the show because you know they're they're all in the same place, they're all in the same vicinity. So you might as well go see yeah. all these big farms all at while you're here. Yeah, and all these all others, all the time they fly in from all the countries, Aruba, Curacao, and they Puerto visit Rico, farm Colum to farm. They, they go to all the farms. Sometimes they come with a train ride shopping for a horse, and they may visit. 12, 15 farms here in the Ocala area. And they see other breed farms, like the beauty of other breed farms, and they're like, wow, Ocala's beautiful. And we're like, yeah, we know. <laughs> Send them my way. Um, so Ocala Cup, uh, December 4th to 8th? 4 mm -hmm. to 6. 4 to 6. Um, any other things going on at the Ocala Cup that people can see? Are going to have any kind of food vendors? Um, any, any, yes. any shopping? We are going to have food vendors, Latin food, and then we Lovely. got... Um, Mima's Country Cooking, you know, they used to own mm -hmm. Nelson's Trailer Sales. We have Colombian food, Puerto mm -hmm. Rican food. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah. A little vendor village area, any yeah. shopping? Yes, some shopping, yes. Lovely, lovely. Yes. So it'll be a great Actually, we're even thing. looking for more vendors. So if anybody wants to give us a call, we'd love to get some more vendors out yeah, there at the show. Yeah, it'd be a great spot to be, I would yep. think. Yes. All those people, mm -hmm. you're going to yeah, do well. Luisa, we're only charging $50 for the vendors, that's it. Because oh we gosh. really, that's we just want reason. to get a lot of vendors. So honestly, if anybody wants to give us a call, Oh, we got a great little coffee bar coming from Miami. It's adorable. It's a horse trailer, a tourist trailer, and they turned it into I a gorgeous see, yes. coffee bar. Uh, it came, yeah. They came to one of our business after hours. I love it. It's, it's adorable. It's, I said, oh, my gosh, that's a horse trailer. We're having that, too, and I, we saw the pictures because they sent it to us, like, so we'd approve them bringing So we have that, too. That's it Because it, it's probably going to be a little chilly and nice in the evening. So, yeah, we got all kinds of food, the coffee bar. Sweet. Great fun. And spectators can just come and enjoy and watch it and... We are working on something that was in Ocasta. We're hoping we can put it together, the Rite of Paso. We've been back and forth, you know, because of the COVID. What do you think, Lisa? Think with the, with the masks and... Yeah. I think you should go for yeah, it. Yeah, because we can, you know, anybody who wants to try them can have, wear yeah. a mask and the handlers will be wearing a mask. So we're toying with that. I think uh, that's a great Ocala idea. Style put that out there and we're like, oh, it's in Ocala Style. We should work we on that. We better do it, yeah. So we're actually, yeah, so you do think we should try I that do. out. Okay. I think it Yeah, we can do it in the back line. arena at yeah. the pavilion. There's that back arena. We're yeah. trying to get a few horses, very laid back, gentle mm -hmm. horses, to be able to possibly do it and let people try out. the experience. Yes. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, a couple of quick mentions. Um, don't forget, it is Farm to City Week. Uh, this week has been a real uh, a special week, and the Conservation Summit tomorrow. I'm very excited about that. Um, reminders about the uh, Florida Thoroughbred Transformation Expo as well. Um, that's actually the scavenger hunt uh, for Farm City Week, so you can check that out. Uh, I uh, absolutely love working with UF on, uh, on these things and certainly our farms are very important uh, and uh, of course the summit uh, which is tomorrow and uh, that's the Thoroughbred Transformation Expo coming up December 11th to 13th so we've got lots of good stuff going on uh, here in Ocala over the next couple of weeks that's not even including the Thanksgiving holiday that's coming up as well so um, we've certainly got a lot of exciting things. Don't forget the Stirrups and Strides Reverse Raffle Fall Fundraiser, $100 a ticket. Help them um, fundraise this year since they're not able to have some of their events that they use for fundraisers. So the grand prize there of 
dollars, and don't forget it's nine thousand dollars in prize money at the Florida Thoroughbred Transformation Expo. And then in January, we'll be starting back up with our hit season, as well as air show jumping as well. A couple of weekends in January, we'll have more information on air show jumping for you in the next few weeks as well, and have Billy Worthington in the studio. Um, ladies, I want to thank you so much for, for actually a wealth of information about the Pasifino breed. I even learned some, some new things myself about them. I'm excited about a chance to ride. I'll get Gigi to record it, and then we can put it up on the show. That we will be fun. Pasifino, Let's so. do that awesome. for sure. Uh, it certainly looks like an exciting, fun ride, and, and they have a wonderful temperament. Oh, yes. they do. They do. We hope to see you at the show. Oh, I'm definitely going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to really enjoy I'm really looking forward to the Sunday. I really like to see the Oh, that'll be a great day. Yes. It's going to be beautiful. Yes, yeah. wonderful. Uh, Ali, Julia, thank you both so much for being with us. Um, don't forget about the Ocala Cup in that first week in December. It'll be a lot of fun. You'll really enjoy it. Come out to the Livestock Pavilion and uh, watch three or four hundred Pasifinos in action. Uh, it'll be a great fun time. You'll really enjoy yourself. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around until the same time next week. <laughs>